the Ronald McDonald of podcast bass players. It's Fish B to my left, Super Gladys Wonder Kitty, a slumber atop the bed. Bonjour amigos, bienvenidos secret friends, welcome back to Fish Bee's Thingamabob, the smallest podcast in the world. We just sneak up on you. You don't even know we're coming. We're just like the Michigan primary. Who knew that was happening today? The Republicans and the Democrats are having a primary in Michigan today. Is anyone voting? Does anyone know that their governor will be president a year from now? Fish B, I kind of messed up this morning, and I am apologizing for this now. I didn't mean to do it. I didn't see today's brilliant question, but I did see the category. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. I'm saying I know the category is literary collections. But I'm also telling you that I haven't seen the questions. Are we cool? Are we good? We've never been cool. We've never been good. All right, fine. Just just fine. I took the five-minute breather right before the podcast. To write a children's story. I've never written one, but I'm like literary collections. How do I get in on this cash cow? And then I'm like, hey, I know children's stories. May I read it? It's currently untitled. We'll get to that. There is a God, and there are aliens, and there is us. Now, keep in mind, this book is for small children, okay? It's, for, it's not for big people like us. It's for small children. It's a children's book, untitled. There is a God, and there are aliens, and there is us. God created and nurtured his aliens. He loves and adores them in spite of their faults, which are many. Human history begins with ill-timed horseplay at an alien youth science expo. The aliens do their best, but it turns out being a god is hard. Really, really hard. And in their noble and well-intentioned pursuit of elevating human compassion, the aliens genetically modified the human's capacity for fear. A process that made humans absurdly scared of everything and thus inevitably doomed just like the sun. The end. That's a scorcher, Fishby, right? That's a, that's a scorcher. Do you know a literary agent? If, 
Am I going to have to get a new cellular telephone number? Am I going to need a burner mobile? Because I will be so inundated by literary agents. Again, it doesn't have a title. But I think it conveys an important message to children. That it's not their fault. It's the aliens and God and the sun and there's there's a lot of blame to go around. But personal responsibility isn't something you're going to have to own up to. Because you were doomed from the start. Just like the sun. The end. I am going to be a hit in both urban and rural libraries on the book reading tour. A ray of light, a sparkle of sunshine, the one man brave enough to speak the truth. In a world full of gray. What are we doing? Just. You better ready for your questions, Fishburne. I'm Bob Van Dyne, literary giant. Now writing children's books. Thinking of kids and things kids get excited about. When you tell them the moon is made of cheese and they can eat it one day, they're fucking thrilled because they're kids, right? Makes sense. That's the kind of thing you tell a kid. So when there's like a moon landing and America's doing it, and we haven't done it in like almost 50 years. It's like a huge fucking deal. It's a fucking moon landing. Team USA, let's go. It happened last weekend. CNN, prior to the moon landing, had a fucking ticker. It was like, there was like a ticker. It was like a countdown to the moon landing. We were going to watch it. And then it was technical thing after technical thing. The company in charge of this venture, Intuitive Machines, it was their moon landing. They're a private company. They're on the stock market. Yesterday, their stock got justifiably fucking hammered. Because I don't understand intuitive machines. I'm not sure I get uh, landing as a as a vocabulary choice. Because when you land on your side and cease to function, calling that a landing seems like a Trump-esque vocab choice, doesn't it? It was an incredible landing. 
It was perfect. It was a perfect landing. Don't you think, Fishby? Fishby, don't you feel honored to be podcasting with a literary giant? I mean, I'm going to... I might have to turn off my phone. Because there's a god, and there's aliens, and there's us. Just breaking it down in a way that won't scare anyone. All right. And again, I'm sorry for knowing the knowing the category. Happy birthday, Vice Chancellor Cupcakes and a thong so wrong that it's got to be right. It's me, Fishby. And do you think you and the fist bump guy will ever go out for pizza? And what type of restaurant lives in your pillow? And how do I get a reservation for me and your mom? And brilliant question. Today's category, literary collections. I mean, when I write my second children's story, then I'm going to have a collection. Happy birthday, Vice Chancellor Cupcakes and a thong so wrong that it's got... It's not my birthday. I'm not a Vice Chancellor. Birthday's in September. Do I think that me and the fist bump guy will will ever go out for pizza? No. I don't. A... That's not something people that live here do. B. My relationship with the fist bump guy is complete. That circle has closed. And it's perfect. Just like my story for the children. And what type of restaurant lives in my pillow? And how do you and my mother get a reservation, Fishby? Well, she'll be thrilled to hear that. She loves a good meal. As all moms do. She's very nice. Very nice. Um. Are we mocking mental illness in that way? Because usually when I start hearing shit, generally means we 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 might need to adjust the medication. But thank you for making fun of it in a way that makes me feel very small and very meek, like someone that was. Invented by aliens who did their best, but they're trying to make me just just compassionate and have greater empathy. So they turned up the fear nozzle, thinking that that would bring humans together and we would bond. And they were almost right. They almost did it. But we were scared our entire lives. Basically, all they did is make lifetime children. Thanks, aliens. 
But in fairness, they tried. And not all aliens do, but ours did. How many worlds do you think this god has created? Debate amongst yourselves. Let's move on to today's brilliant question. Where I've told the category is literary collections. Hold on, I can't possibly proceed without blowing my nose. Don't worry, I won't do it. Do it. I won't do it during the microphone. I won't, I won't do it near the microphone, said Biden. All right, now I can. Now we can rock and roll, C.C. DeVille. From the category literary collections, which famous book series has sold the most copies? Is it the Berenstain Bears, Sweet Valley High, or the Twilight Saga? Which famous book series has sold the most copies? The Berenstain Bears, Sweet Valley High, or the Twilight Saga? Sweet, I mean, they're all hugely popular. That's obvious. My answer is the Twilight Saga. Final answer, Reed. The correct answer is the Berenstain Bears, 260 million. Harry Potter's number one, 450 million. These are all million. Number two is Goosebumps, 300. Perry Mason also has 300. Four, we know, is the Berenstain Bears. Five, choose your own adventure. Six is Sweet Valley High, 250 million. The Twilight Saga is 20th, 120 million. Nancy Drew is 8th, 200 million. The Robert Langdon series is 11th, 200 million. Interesting. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, 21st, 120 million. We only have 15 minutes. Up by noon at the latest, every single weekday until the wheels fall off. Let's all try to be extra patient today. Say adios, Fishbee.